This is the Riley Rose and Shamers podcast. Riley, I have a bone to pick with every friend that I've ever made here in Albury. All right, what have we done? Well, I've been here for what, two years? Yeah, why is it just your Albury friends? Well, because that's where I live, mate. Okay. So recently I've received compliments. Yep. Uh, in the last month. I received on Friday morning, Friday day, Friday night. People saying, Shamus, you look really good at the moment. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to Are sound you what? so surprised. <laughs> People coming up to me and saying, Seamus, you look great. No, seriously, you look really good. You got me thinking. Have I looked like crap for the last year and a half? Oh. And no one's told me? No. You get you get sporadic compliments like that throughout your Mm-mm. time in Aubrey? Did you weigh yourself so or something? No, just so many more compliments recently. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that I looked like a pig dog prior? <laughs> like, how have you gone? How are you my friend if we've gone a year and a half or two years of knowing each other? And just now you're telling me that I look good. Why didn't you tell me I looked bad? No, I think you're taking the compliment in the wrong way. But it's like, you know when you eat some food and you've got some spinach in your teeth? Yeah. It defines your friendship with a person if they tell you early. Yes. It's like, you know what? If you're a good friend, you tell me that I've got spinach in my teeth early. Yeah. If you're a bad friend, you tell me two hours later. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Right, so, so you're annoyed at all of us yes. for giving you a compliment saying no. that you look good when we should have... Told you you looked bad. <laughs> I'm annoyed that people didn't tell me that I was out of shape and looked horrible for a whole year and a half. Do you honestly, how would you have reacted if I walked into work one day and I walked in and I said, Seamus, you're looking a little bit rare. Okay. Do you not remember last Friday morning? No. Where I said, oh, I'm just feeling a little bit fat. And you said, yeah, well, you bloody had migraine noodles for breakfast. No wonder you had Macca's twice and pizza. You fat shit. This, this is... Are we ready? The Catch-Up. With Riley Rose and Seamus. The king of the jungle, Richard Reed. He won I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here last night. He joins us now. Morning, Richard. Hi, Richard. Oh, Riley Rose and Seamus. Yay! Oh, my I goodness. There must have been a mistake. Come on. <laughs> yeah, how does that feel, mate? Being the king yeah. of the jungle. Top of the food yeah, chain. pretty good. Pretty good. i got to say... I'm not used to winning this thing. I'm used to maybe being a third runner-up, you know, and maybe miscongeniality, but that's about <laughs> it. So it feels so pretty good. I'm still kind of getting used to it, you know. I'm waiting for my chicken dinner because I'm a winner. Oh, yeah. But, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good so far. Mate, uh, there's going to be a little bit of backlash for some of the things that you opened up about in the jungle. For example, have a listen to when you opened up about something you said about Carl Stefanovic. One time I walked into the uh, makeup and hair room. It was separate, and I opened the door. And this guy looks up, and he's kind of, like, balding. It was Carl Stefanovic without his spray-on hair. Oh, mm. Carlos. Yeah. Bald as an eagle. God, he'd be so cross if he knew that was being sprayed Oh, around. my God. Oh, well. Spilling <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the tea, Richard. Mate, what are you going to do okay, when he I calls you up? a little tea on that one. Um... <laughs> You know, it was probably like maybe was that week two, and I already I'd forgotten the cameras were there, and just dishing <laughs> the dirt with Angie and Justin, and you know, doing hair was always my backup plan. I thought, you know, if this entertainment <laughs> stuff doesn't work out, I could be a hairdresser, and you know what? I gotta say, 
Carlos is a big boy with lots of money and a good sense of humor. So I think he'll be okay. I didn't get an invite to the wedding. I'm just saying. But I think he'll be just fine. And his (laughs) his new hair looks great. Well, you would forget the cameras are rolling, Richard. How would you find it being in the camp with everyone else when you're hungry, a little bit irritable maybe? Did you get along with everyone? And you know what? I, I, I will tell you, I did get along with everybody, 100%. You know, um, AJ and Sam, you know, they went fairly quickly. And so I didn't get a chance to know them because they didn't ask me a lot of questions, uh, which is fine. But everyone else, I really enjoyed everybody. I got to say, I, I, I really took the time to, you know, get to know everybody because people, human beings are the most fascinating animals in the jungle and if you can really hear other people's stories and you know people ask me a few questions and i was able to you know you know share my true self you really do forget after a while because you know there is no netflix there is no dad there is no you know spotify you only have yourself and others to keep you entertained because the hours when you weren't on a trial when you weren't getting electrocuted were the longest hours you know, you are dying to go out and get bit by a snake. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just alone with your thoughts, Richard. Scary place. Now, Richard, it's really cool. Not only do you take out the title, the prestigious title of King of the Jungle, but you also get $100,000 to go to your charity of choice, which is Beyond Blue. Is there any particular reason you chose that charity? Yeah, well, Beyond Blue is such a great resource. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people, it's almost like... A, it's like a silent killer, you know, depression and anxiety. People really don't like to talk about it still to this very day. And, you know, I've battled with depression and, oh, my God, anxiety, crazy anxiety. Like, oh, my God, what are people saying about me? What are they thinking? Well, you know, I finally came to the realization they're not thinking about me. They're thinking yeah. about themselves <laughs> and how nice that they are. Yeah. You know? And so if, if they can go to Beyond Blue and just get some tips or some advice that, you know, you can't get from a mate. And, you know, the answer is not in a bottle or, you know, drugs. The answer is, like, in your heart and in your head. So I think Beyond Blue is a great first step for people to, uh, you know, if they if they have depression, it's a great resource. So I was 100% about them. Beautiful. Hey, Richard, thanks so much for joining us, mate, and congratulations. Oh, my God, anytime. I'm like a rash. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, good. We'd love to have you back, and I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you. We're going to lock you in, bud. Regular (laughs) guests. Oh, you got it. (laughs) This this is... Are we ready? The Catch-Up. With Riley Rose and Seamus. Some pretty intense news happened from Sydney uh, only yesterday morning at 7.30. A man woke up to find an intruder inside his home in Sydney, um... There was an altercation, he protected his home, and the intruder has since passed away. Which is, this is a conversation that happens between so many people. What would you do if there was an intruder? Mm. What, do, do you have a weapon? Who's in the wrong here? Are you allowed to protect your, your, your family, your home? But to what degree? Yes, so this intruder was inside the house. Weird time of morning, by the way. Sunday morning, 7.30 in the morning. You'd imagine your family are just about to get up and make pancakes for breakfast. Now, his wife and child were in the house as well. And so there's not a lot of details around the altercation that happened inside the home yeah. and why he's actually passed away. But the the, mor- the, the the crux of it is 
he has actually passed away. Now, yeah. this is what the police say about what you can and can't do when an intruder is in your house. You know, people are entitled to their, to their home and they're entitled to use reasonable force to protect themselves and their property. Yeah, that's it. It seems a bit. No, it but what is gray. reasonable force? Exactly. Yeah, like, I know. To what degree can you. Like, someone's dead now. He has. Uh, from reading these reports, this person has killed someone. Listen, 13 12 16, call us now. What do you think? Who's in the wrong? To what degree can you protect your home? Yeah, we were, you know, sort of having this discussion early this morning and I thought, well, the intruder's in the wrong, right? Because he's intruded well, on the house. He's in their property. And you don't know what goes through your mind when fear is involved. If there is an intruder in your house, yeah. you're going to do everything you can Absolutely. to protect you and your family. Well, I, I sleep with a weapon by my bed. I hope I never, ever have to use it. And plus, I am such a heavy sleeper. Mate, an intruder could have a party in my room. I wouldn't wake up. But this is going to be a story that Australia follows this closely to see what's going to happen mm. to the person protecting his home. This, this is... Are we ready? The Catch-Up. With Riley Rose and Seamus. Jojo from Aubrey, what would you do? I would do exactly what the homeowner did. Yeah. Given that this person has come into my home, I'm a single mother protecting two children, and in fact, we had an attempted house invasion a couple of years ago. Now, I would have done exactly the same thing as, as John Schwartz had done, um, to protect his children, you know? Absolutely, and like I a would lioness gladly... protecting her cubs. I love it. Yep, and I would definitely be happy to sit behind bars and do time for that reason too. Really? My See... word, I'd be... T- yeah, my word, I'd tell everyone, no, mate, I killed a house invader. Yeah. But see, this is, this, is where I, this is where I stand. I would protect my home and myself and my family, but I wouldn't want to live knowing that I have taken another life. No way. Oh. But I think when you're protecting your children, you, anything goes. But see, and it's a lesson to other people: don't mess with your family. It, you know, I understand that, and I completely agree. But you just don't like. What were they doing? If it was, if it was a simple robbery, you can just get them out. Or was there really evil intent behind it? Look, I think given what's going on within society with this ice epidemic, you don't know what that person's on. You do not know what their intentions are. You've got to do what you need to do, especially protect a wife and child. Mm. Great points. Thank you so much, Thank Jojo. Thank you, Jojo. Yeah. Yeah, my word. Want more Riley Rose and Seamus? Catch up now at hit.com.au or weekdays from 6 on the Borders Hit 104.9.